Attention, mill spouses, families, and service members. It's now time for another empowering episode of Army Wife Talk Radio, the leading and longest-running podcast of its kind. AWTR is here to engage, educate, and encourage you by sharing dynamic interviews, social media connections, news, and empowering military life information. Here are your AWTR hosts, your Army Wife Network command team. Who are and happy holidays, Army Wife Talk Radio listeners. This is Dr. Shreda Knobloch, your Army Wife Network Executive Director. What a year 2022 has been for our organization. As you may know, this episode will complete our 17th year of podcasting. So I just want to say thank you for tuning in week after week. We have some incredible changes coming up in 2023 with our 18th season, and while many details are still classified, I can tell you that the direction we're headed is going to change the game for our mission to empower military spouses around the globe. Our command team has been hard at work for two years to expand our community, and the fruit of our labor will be revealed in early 2023. To stay up to date with all of this excitement, be sure you're subscribed to our newsletter, The Sit Rep, over on armywifenetwork.com and following us on all social media platforms at Army Wife Network. I am confident that the gifts coming in 2023 will be ones that keep on giving, sweeter than Santa's 200th plate of cookies on Christmas Eve. Thank you for everything you do to empower military spouses. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and may God bless you. Welcome to the final Army Wife Talk Radio episode of 2022, the podcast that engages, educates, encourages, and empowers military spouses around the world. I'm the Partner Relations Coordinator, Caitlin Hevelon, and this is episode number 946, our annual holiday show ho-ho. And I'm our Director of Marketing, Annie Pierce, joining Caitlin for this holiday special. This is one of our favorite shows of the year as we celebrate the holidays and wrap up our 17th season of podcasting. Today, we feature an extra special guest, Joe Smith, country music singer, new mama, and naval intelligence officer. Also, throughout the show, we'll be hearing from our Army Wave Network command team members with some special holiday features, including family traditions, encouraging messages, making the most of the season of life that you're in, and fun ways of celebrating. We'll also hear from New Six, Resource Recon, Empowerment Agent, and so much more. Before we jingle bell rock and roll into this holiday broadcast, Annie, I would love to hear how things are going for you this holiday season. How's the end of 2022 shaping up for you? We are getting so, so close to the end of my husband's deployment. So I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for the end of 2022. <laughs> I understand your countdown and I fully relate because our most recent deployment also ended in the early months of the year. So the holidays were no. a kind of bittersweet moment because you're like, I'm doing it alone but it's also yes. like the home stretch. So you're just like sucking it up and powering through. I know. And, and every time someone says, but you're so close, I'm like, mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> so close, yeah. but so far. <laughs> yeah. But the end, I don't know if it's the same for you, but I always feel like the beginning and the end feel the longest. Like the middle is, you just 
are getting through it, but somehow like time just goes on. The anticipation of them coming home slows it down. And the right after they leave, it's the getting through the creating your own habits and a routine. Yes. What about you? How's, how's 2022 shaping up? So I am just excited. All of our shopping is done and it's just relax and soak everything in at this point. Nice. I love having shopping done early and being able to actually enjoy the season. That is nice. The little town that we're in surprisingly has a lot of holiday activities and festivals and all that kind of stuff. So it's there's constantly something going on on the weekends that we can go do instead of me running around to 18 stores, which nice. can be fun sometimes, but the crowds aren't always fun either. No, no, but soon you'll be in Germany and have Christmas markets. I am so excited for you. I can't tell you. <laughs> All of the dollars will be spent at Christmas time. Oh, it's just such a magical experience over there during Christmas with the Christmas markets. Like I know it's away from family, but having little towns that are just so Christmassy was just so special. We are very, very excited for the opportunity to experience all of that. As we mentioned, we have a very special holiday show in store for you today, and we don't want to waste any time. First up, we'll hear our first group of empowering Christmas messages from the command team members, Sarah and Amanda. So let's listen in. <laughs> Happy holidays, Army Wife Network. This is your Director of Administration, Sarah Robichaud, stopping in to say that no matter where you find yourself this season, whether it be home with family, at your duty station with friends, or overseas with your battle buddies, we at AWN are grateful to be a part of this community alongside amazing folks such as yourself. We always say that we aim to empower and encourage our listeners, but the truth is that we are empowered by you the military spouses and family members who serve behind the scenes to support our military. So this season, whether you are on the beach in Destin, snowboarding in the Springs, or drinking hot glue vine in Nuremberg, I want to wish you a heartfelt Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and cheers to the beginning of 2023. See you next year. Happy holidays to our Army Wife Talk Radio listeners. It's me, Amanda Bickneese, your Director of Empowerment here, and today I'm going to share some simple, inexpensive ways to find joy this holiday season. Oftentimes, the holidays can be really hard on us, um, whether we've lost loved ones, are currently separated from those that we love, or are simply struggling to keep up in such a busy, overwhelming season. If any of these ring true for you, here is your reminder that you can still do the things that bring you joy. I know it's so easy to get bogged down with spending a lot of money around this time of year, so here are a few inexpensive or free ideas to help you get started. Number one, watch your favorite holiday movies. Number two, find time to read a book you love or a holiday-themed read. Number three, plan a night out with your friends or a date night if your spouse or significant other is there. Number four, sit cozy by a warm fire. Number five, 
take a drive around your city and view all the Christmas lights. Number six, make a cup of hot cocoa or your favorite beverage. Number seven, eat your favorite dessert or sweet treat. Number eight, write down all the things that you are grateful for. Number nine, reach out to an old friend or family member that you haven't heard from in a while and just let them know you're thinking of them. And number 10, dance to your favorite music, could be holiday music, and it can be totally alone by yourself or with your family. I highly recommend writing down all your favorite things that you really like to do that make you happy and choosing to do at least one a day. And remember, even in dark times, it's okay to turn on a light. Wishing you lots of joy this holiday season. Let's switch gears just a little bit and hear from our favorite New Six correspondent, Emma, followed by more great custom Christmas messages from our command team. No news is typically good news in this military life, except on Army Life Talk Radio. Here is our AWN News 6 correspondent with this week's top stories. Thanks, Caitlin and Lindsay. Howdy y'all and buckle up for this week's News 6 update. Be all you can be's back. All right. 90s fans rejoice. Army recruiting is going back to the tried and true motto, be all you can be. While all the 90s babies love a good throwback to the best decade ever, the Army is emphatic that this is not the reason the motto is here again. Baby one more time. We're not returning to be all you can be for nostalgia or old time's sake, or because we think retro is trendy and cool, Major General Alex Fink, Chief of Army Enterprise Marketing, told Stars and Stripes. We're really reinventing it to reposition the Army and to inspire the next generation of soldiers. Even if they were doing it just for the nostalgia angle, it's not a bad idea, seeing that there is a generation of millennials who grew up to the ads and are now of prime military service age. Stars and Stripes report that 200 mottos were tested and the tried and true be all you can be won by a landslide. The throwback slogan will become official in March 2023. We're trying to establish a brand refresh that's going to last for a long time, said Fink. If we do this well, we think this could last for 15 to 20 years or more. I, for one, am glad the U.S. Army has decided to stick to the rivers and the lakes that it's used to, because I want it that way. I'm done now. Find out more at starsandstripes.com. U.S. Airmen Honored for Rescue in Japan In Kadena, Japan, a local fisherman lost his footing and fell into the sea on September 24th. He spent 30 minutes drifting out to sea when he was rescued by Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Schittler and Senior Airman Shane Pentowski from Kadena Air Base. The two men were there for training when they spotted the fisherman out in the water. He was wearing a life vest and was very cold but unharmed by the ordeal. They handed the man over to local Japanese first responders, who in turn honored the two men in a ceremony on December 1st at the Kadena Firehouse. Narai Fire Chief Keichi Teruya said during the ceremony that the man you rescued has a family, and this rescue means a lot for the family for the rest of their lives. It is truly a wonderful thing. It's why we do what we do, Schittler said during the ceremony. Our mission is to save lives, and as the commander of the squadron, it makes me happy to see that the team is ready to do the job at any time. 
While it may be just another day for these Air Force heroes, it was a life-changing day for the man they saved, and we are, as always, so proud of them and all our men and women in uniform. Read more at AmericanMilitaryNews.com. Navy is looking to the stars. Army is looking at the past. Hot off the heels of the astronaut-themed uniform of the Navy team for the Army-Navy game, the Army team has finally revealed theirs, and it's a salute to the past. The uniforms pay homage to the 1st Armored Division and those involved in Operation Torch. Operation Torch marked the 1st Armored Division's entry into the Crucible of Combat, according to the Army release. The resilience, grit, and commitment demonstrated by the soldiers ultimately resulted in the defeat of Axis forces in North Africa. In the harsh desert against a determined enemy, the members of the 1st Armored Division were forged into iron soldiers and learned the lessons that would guide them to success in subsequent operations in Italy and Western Europe. And while the design is neat, it's made to look dirty, with mud splattered throughout. This is to signify the muddy 1st Armored tanks trudging through the dirt and grime of war-torn Europe and Africa. On the helmet is the 1st Armored patch and elements of the American Defense Metal Ribbon in an arrowhead on the Algeria-French-Moroccan streamer, symbolizing Operation Torch's amphibious assault. The uniform will also have each cadet's regiment number and is supposed to be a nod to Army bumper numbers, which are the vehicle numbers painted onto it, a practice still used today and originated during World War II. The font on the front of the uniform is the same font found on the division's M3 tanks. Whether you are taking to the skies with the Navy or getting down and dirty with the Army, be sure to tune in to America's favorite game on December 10th. Go Army, beat Navy. Find out more at MilitaryTimes.com. Today in History On December 12, 1925, the first motel opened in San Luis Obispo, California. When the 400-mile drive between San Francisco and Los Angeles proved to be too much for a day trip for the 1920s motor vehicles, it soon became apparent that the travelers would need a place to stay for the night. And thus, out of necessity, the first motel was born. The word came from cramming the words motor and hotel together and has become synonymous with military families cramming six people and two dogs into 400 square feet on a cross-country PCS. But I digress. Happy birthday to the motel industry, the bane and savior of every military family. That's it for me. This is Emma Tai with New Six, signing out. Hello everyone and happy holidays. This is Cheyenne Shellnut, your Deputy Director of Marketing, and I'm here to give you a quick and easy holiday recipe that everyone will enjoy. So I like to call this spicy holiday pretzels. You may have heard of it in a few different forms, but my favorite is to grab a bag of pretzel sticks, a half a cup of oil. I use olive oil, but any oil will do a packet of dry ranch seasoning, a teaspoon of cayenne pepper, a teaspoon of lemon pepper, and a half a teaspoon of garlic powder. You will shake these up in a Ziploc bag. I like to lay them out to dry if I'm going to a party at the end of the day or the next day, and everyone will keep coming back to these pretzels. So try it out and let us know what you think. And happy holidays! Merry Christmas! This is Jolene McNutt, Deputy Director, and I'm here to share some fun ways to spend your holiday break. 
These are right from my board game loving family and are some of our top favorites that we go back to over and over again, starting with our most favorite right now. Okay, not my son's, he's 11, but the rest of us, we love Wingspan. We are literally obsessed with this game. You build a flock of birds and it's beautiful. The strategy is fantastic and literally no one knows who's gonna win until the points are added at the end. Next up, my son's favorite, what do you meme family edition? I cannot stress this enough if you have children get the family edition. <laughs> um, it is so fun. Everyone of all ages can join in the fun. You just get a handful of captures, uh, captions in your hand. There's one photo and a judge who chooses the best caption each round. It's so simple and be prepared for a lot of laughter. Two other similar but equally as fun, Unstable Unicorns. It's a guaranteed laugh for most ages. We've had kids as young as eight successfully play and have fun with that one. And along the same lines, Exploding Kittens. Just good, classic, fun, um, fast-paced game. We also like Happy Little Dinosaurs. It's adorable, but watch out for the things that can come crashing into these little dino lives. The captions on the cards are probably just the most charming part of the entire the entire game. It's a lot of fun and easy to play and easy to catch on to. Okay, just a few more on my list. Code names. That's a great for uh, a group of four people. It's quick, it's creative, and you can even play it over Zoom if you really get creative. We, if you have a big group coming to visit you, we often, and I know this isn't a Christmas themed game, but I'm telling you for a large group of at least 10 players and easy for young kiddos to uh, pick up on and join in on. And it's not scary. It's sounds scary werewolf, but it's really not. It's called ultimate werewolf. Look it up. It's really fun. It's not scary despite the creepy, weird packaging. I'm really sensitive to scary things. And so that's just a really fun, fast-paced, large group activity or large group game. Two more, Carcassonne, another family favorite. We've played this one over and over. It's easy to learn. It's easy to teach. And it's really great for all ages. And finally, Sequence. It's a classic shirt to keep the family fight strong. I mean, just kidding. Well, sort of. It's quicker than Monopoly. The family fights get hot and heavy in a little fun, silly way. It's great. It's it's like the classic holiday game around our house. <laughs> so I am wishing you and your family a very Merry Christmas. I am hoping that you get some time to play some board games together and just spend some quality time with your family. And the happiest of New Year, I can't wait to meet you back here in January when we have some exciting things coming around these parts. So join us in 2023. We'll see you soon. big thanks to Emma and her always timely news packages, complete with all the holiday trimmings, just like the presents wrapped at the PX. Also, extra Christmas cheer to Cheyenne and Jolene for sharing their messages with us. Now let's keep unwrapping those gifts with a few more delightful sound bites from Caitlin, Chrissy, and Angelia. Hello again, everyone. It's Caitlin, and I'm just here to remind you that 
obsessing over the little details when it comes to holidays is not the end of the world. A few years from now, you're not going to remember the smallest details of the color of the napkins on your holiday table or the fact that you ran out of wrapping paper and there's a couple presents in the tree still in the packaging from Amazon. It happens to the best of us. Don't stress about it. Take the time to be present in that moment with your family and your loved ones because that's the part that you're going to remember. Thanks so much for catching up with me. Happy holidays. This is Chrissy Gibbs, your director of development, and it wouldn't be the holiday season without me having a cold. So I apologize for my cracky voice. (laughs) I just wanted to share something that I love doing every holiday season, and that is the advent calendar. You see them all in the stores. They have something to open up each day, 1 to 24 in December typically with a little candy or treat, and I love those. However, I prefer to make my own. I have just some little bags that I fill it in for each day, and I actually call it my adventure calendar because each bag contains something to do with my family. So it can be a craft that we're going to complete together. We can be sipping hot chocolate while we watch movies, or we can go out on a scavenger hunt with holiday lights. Um, I just love creating these little family memories, and I know that my kids love them too. So I hope that you can do this this holiday season, and I hope that you have a wonderful um, new year. Bye! Merry Christmas listeners, Angelia McMichael here, Partner Recruitment Specialist. I wanted to take a moment and just share with you my family's favorite Christmas tradition. It started back when my husband and I very first got married and we were celebrating our first Christmas together. We set up our little tiny Christmas tree in our house with all of the lights and ornaments and realized after we had finished that I had forgotten to get a tree topper for the tree. My husband, being the savior that he was for that season, went and found the first random thing he could in the house, which happened to be a Rubik's Cube, and stuck it on top of our Christmas tree. And that was our tree topper for the holiday season. We sat back and admired this beautiful creation that we had made together and joked about how funny it would be if every year from here on out, we found a random thing from our home to use as our Christmas tree topper instead of your normal star or angel or whatever. And 14 years later, we are still doing just that. Every year, the kids and I will set up the Christmas tree and get it all decorated. Then my husband will go through the house and find the most random object and stick it on top of our tree. It has become such a fun game for the kids to try and guess what dad's going to pick to go on top of the tree every single year. And it brings Bobby and I's hearts so much joy that they get excited over this little tradition that we started kind of as a joke 14 years ago during our first Christmas season. 
So listeners, I encourage you this holiday season to find the random silly little things that bring you joy and take a moment to breathe those in just a little bit longer. From my family to you, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Listeners, I hope you are enjoying our show. And now, just in the Saint Nick of time, let's unwrap the first segment of our featured guest, who is both a naval intelligence officer and an empowered and awesome country music singer. Let's welcome Joe Smith to our holiday program. Welcome to our holiday special, Army Wife Talk Radio listeners. We've made our list and checked it twice, and today's podcast guest is an absolute gift. I'm Sharita Knobloch, your Army Wife Network Executive Director, and I'm so excited to meet with one of Rolling Stone's 10 artists you need to know and CMT's next woman of country, the soulful Joe Smith. Today, we're going to be discussing Joe's highs and lows of being a mother, country singer, and get this, Navy reservist. Joe's journey through life has been unconventional, but one encompassing theme of living life to the fullest. From spending a year on a shipping container in Somalia to learning how to balance the struggles of being a new mom, Joe Smith has seen it all. She has remarkably gone from record deals to independently releasing the title track of her first full-length album, Wyoming, featuring the one and only Vince Gill. Hashtag fangirl status from me over here. Her most recent album was released this last October, and we cannot wait to hear more about it. Joe, welcome to Army Wife Talk Radio. Let's dive in and tell us a little bit about yourself. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, here I am. I'm on Navy duty as we speak unexpectedly, but hey, I guess we all know how that goes. And yep. <laughs> um, you know, the baby is sitting here with me because his dad has got a lunch meeting. And <laughs> um, so you had some little extra coos and goos during your intro, but that's life these days. <laughs> it absolutely is. And we 100% understand because we're all military spouses. Um, so we are all about that no plan plan when it's like, well, here's what I originally planned to do. Here's the new plan and we'll see how it goes. So yeah. uh, no, no pressure from us. We're winging it over here too. My dog will probably yeah. bark. Who knows? The UPS guy might decide that this time of day is the perfect time to be like, let's drop off that package that we've been holding on to for three yes. days. <laughs> Well, let's get our conversation started, Joe, to kick off this holiday special here on Army Wife Talk Radio. Tell us a little bit about your journey into the music industry. Yes, for sure. Um, hold on, I'm going to pull a teether, a teether biscuit out of this plastic wrap for the baby. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, my journey into the music business, it, it started really before I can remember. I, you know, I, I guess I showed an affinity or a penchant for doing it. And my dad loved music. And so I found myself singing in church when I was like three years old. And, you know, at that age, you, you're not making the conscious decision, but mm -hmm. your parents are. And I apparently just seemed like I loved it. And so then when I was five, I sang country music on stage for the first time. And I kind of became a, a novelty around, you know, our local community and and just it kind of went from there and I was just always doing it always did it and when I was 19 I moved to Nashville 
and I started working at it in a professional capacity. And I did that until 2018. That is so cool. And I want to know, where did you grow up? Uh, Southwest Georgia. Okay. I was going to say, I don't want to stereotype, but I was like, this girl is from the South because she's got that beautiful Southern drawl that just (laughs) lends so well to country music. So in your journey, in your experiences of getting into country music and also now being a Navy reservist, how did you end up in Somalia for a year? Yeah, that's a great question. It makes no sense. Um, <laughs> I'll kind of give you the prefaces to it. I, when I moved to Nashville, you know, to pursue music, it wasn't, you know, because I didn't enjoy school and sort of the traditional route that one takes to find a career. I really did enjoy school. And um, so that was a, a sacrifice for me. Um, so in order to sort of bridge that gap, I started volunteering with some refugees, um, sort of as just something to do, you know, an act of service, I guess. And I was interested in international politics and relations. That would have been what I majored in in school. So I started doing that in Nashville because there's a huge population there. So I did that throughout my music career. And then fast forward, um, you know, 15 years, And by that time, I had pieced together a degree from Vanderbilt, um, which is just one street over from Music Row. And I had a degree in international politics. And I was feeling really, really down and out about the music business. I'd lost a couple record deals and was like, maybe I should try something else for just, you know, a breather and to get outside my own head and whatnot. So I got my resume out and it just kind of wound its way through the national security world. And I landed a job in Somalia. So (laughs) I was uh, writing reports um, for a police and special forces unit training program that that the State Department does. Um, So the the person that kind of passed my resume to the people that hired me was like, well, if you can write songs, then you can surely write, you know, State Department reports. So that's <laughs> same how that thing. Happened. Totally the same yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that same, same. So that's how that happened. And um, and it's super random, but it it was like the best decision I ever made. And I felt right at home in Somalia. I don't know what that says about me, but. <laughs> it says you're a very diverse, flexible individual that's up for an adventure. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Thank you. And maybe a little crazy. Well, I think we all need a little bit of that, especially from where we're coming from as military spouses, because I think a lot of us, when it comes to education or our careers, or again, those no plan plans, it's very rarely a straight line from A to B. We usually go from like A to like L and then pop back up to G and then X and we finally get to Z and we're like, I didn't see that coming. I'm really glad it worked out the way it did, but I could not have planned that out. Well, the funny thing is, is the guy that passed my resume is now my husband. So that's oh, one of those oh, like, oh, plot there's twist, the, plot twist. Yeah, there's the Z that pops up <laughs> that I never done. saw. So. <laughs> oh, that makes it even better. Oh, man, I could, oh, I'm gonna have to stay focused because I'm just gonna want to talk to you all day. Oh, so, so with your kind of untraditional or un- uncontemporary career path and life experience what led you to a career in the navy well i you know i enjoyed my time in somalia so much and i enjoyed the work 
which kind of delved into intelligence, you know, a little bit that when the contract ended and we decided to come home and maybe settle down, I was like, you know, I don't want to just, this just can't be the end. This has been the best year of my life. Mm -hmm. And for the first time I felt whole, I think because I wasn't so focused on my own success, you know, it's a very self-absorbed um, endeavor to do music mm-hmm. and it has to be and it doesn't say that you're a bad person or you know but it, it just it just is you have to the world kind of revolves around you right and self-promotion so I just felt really fulfilled sort of being anonymous and you know serving other people and maybe you know putting my life on the line for it in in some respects So I'm talking to my husband and, you know, he's a 22 year Navy vet and some of our close friends that are also in the Navy and found out that, you know, just because I was 35 um, at the time and, you know, none of it made sense to me from what my perspective (laughs) of the military was, I could indeed join the military and I could be in the reserve and not do it full time and still Mm -hmm. have time to focus on my music. Um, and so that's how that happened. I think what you're, I think what you have, Joe, I think that's called a portfolio career. I just learned that like two weeks ago, um, mm-hmm. where you're doing like two or three or four different things that seem kind of unrelated, but yet somehow they work for like <laughs> what you're called to do. Um, and apparently that's a very smart way to go about it, even if it doesn't seem to relate. Uh, so I just think that's really cool how, was kind of not really an afterthought, but just like, have I thought about this and Hey, let's go for it and see what happens. And now here you are, you know, in Virginia doing duty and all those kinds of things and chatting with army wife talk radio, which (laughs) makes it even better. Um, so with all of these different experiences that you've had so far, what's been the most rewarding aspect of your work in Somalia and also with the Navy? Um, in Somalia, it was just honestly getting to know the African people. I mean, they're just, the culture is so different from from ours in America. It was just really refreshing to be around people that really just don't really care how you look. You know, Mm. um, it's about something totally different. It's just about community. But, uh, and with the Navy, you know, the Navy, it's been really tough. I won't, I won't lie. Mm-hmm. Um, the adventure hasn't been quite a fever pitch like it was in mm-hmm. Somalia, where it's just all these highs and this beautiful, tragic place, um, which carries with it inherently some amount of romance. But um, the Navy has been pretty, it's been tough. You know, it's a yep. lot of bureaucracy and I'm learning that it's a lot more so for the reserves. Um, but you know, like the other morning I was driving in, you know, I was in the traffic and in the gate traffic and, you know, I knew that I was going to get to the base and it was going to be nothing but, um, dealing with admin kind of stuff Mm -hmm. all day, not doing anything to do with my normal job, which is a lot of times the case. And, you know, I mean, it was pretty depressing because I was listening to, you know, some of my old friends music and I just loved it. And I was like, I miss it. I miss, I miss going to music row and writing songs, you know, but it was neat because I was like, you know, but I'm living, you know, a really normal life. 
this is what everybody does. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're in there fighting the nine to five traffic and, you know, there's like, oh, this is the grind. And I'm glad that I'm able to experience that because my whole, my whole life, you know, my whole adult life was spent on music row and it's not really reality, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've always been one of those people that just, I want to, I want, you know, to experience reality. <laughs> it's not to say it's not hard sometimes. Cause right. Yeah. Well, it just brings such a new level of relatability to what you experience and what you go through, Joe, because, you know, like I'm all about country music. I think that's awesome. I love it. I've listened to it forever and ever. And I'll, don't worry, second half of this interview, I'm sure I'm going to get into fangirl mode, but it's also brings such a depth of your experience to relate to folks, to be like, I've been on a ship in Somalia for a year and was really just doing service oriented government stuff. And then like opening up the demographic to having military experience. I'll tell you right now, the military, we are a loyal and faithful tribe, regardless of branch, regardless of, you know, anything like that. The fact that you have a tie to the military. And again, I know it wasn't like a strategic move, like, oh, I'm going to get fans from the military, but the fact that you can relate and you've gone through struggles, you're going through struggles, you understand kind of the lifestyle is really going to lend, I think, to your future growth as a country music singer. So I'm digressing. I'm getting a little Ted talky here, but I just do want to offer some encouragement in that too, because of course you already know your journey has a purpose with the Navy, with Somalia as a new mama, which we'll talk about here momentarily, but I think it's all pointing to the same direction to, you know, bring something new to folks and have that balance um, in a lot of different areas of your life. Yeah, well, I I really appreciate you saying that. And and that's definitely true. You know, there was just a sort of a breaking point where I realized, you know, I've never really lived real life. You know, I moved here when I was 19. And um, yeah, so I'm definitely getting a taste of it now. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's also true for those of us, um, you know, especially as military spouses, maybe our service members joined up when they were 18, which is the case with my husband. So he's going to learn about kind of civilian life in a few years because we're approaching, right. you know, military retirement. And I was a civilian before I married him. And so sometimes there's a little bit of conflict of like, you know, going from one career to the next is a tough, it's tough. There's a, uh, a military charity that I've done some performing for called the mm-hmm. honor foundation that uh-huh. that attempts to help smooth that transition because it can be a real beast for men you know in yep. the military yeah. yeah well and so thinking about these transitions and these new seasons and just kind of that new experience let's talk a little bit about balancing the stress of motherhood and your career like we're living that right now as you're momming as we're having this conversation, which again, so many military spouses relate to. So tell us, how do you balance the stress of being a mom to baby hazard and Uh, these three portfolio careers? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had no idea. I think when I got pregnant, I thought, okay, the stress that everyone talks about around motherhood is about, you know, is he going to latch? Is he going to breastfeed? Is, you know, is he going to sleep? Um, is he going to cry all the time? Like, am I going to be able to handle not having a lot of sleep as a, you know, and it's all like very mother specific, but I discovered that 
you know, part of this is because I got a really good baby. Like he slept, he latched, he did all those things that you hear horror stories about. He didn't Mm -hmm. have colic. You know, he's just been a really great, happy, easy baby. Um, So that's part of it. And not all people are as fortunate. My mom wasn't. I was terrible, Um, (laughs) which I'm chasing a rabbit, but she's very upset that I had a really easy baby (laughs) because she thought I was going to get payback. Um, But anyway, so that aside, you know, I thought that that was going to be the stress. And then I had a good baby and I'm like, oh, this isn't bad. I love this. I love motherhood. And over time, you know, once you get past the like first month and, you know, the second month, and then you start to feel like, okay, I need to jump back in Mm -hmm. to life, you know, to career, the clock is ticking. I I guess I kind of started to measure my success at motherhood by how quickly and easily I was able to jump back to what I was doing before. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if I had any advice to, you know, new moms or future new moms out there, I would do it differently. Honestly, Mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't try to put out new music right on schedule and I wouldn't try to load up, you know, my Navy career. And I know that we don't always have choices when it comes to work. We have to, we have to get our jobs done. Yep. Um, but if there is any choice that you have, you know, I mean, who cares? You know, you get this mm-hmm. one first year with your baby and he's changing and growing every day, you know, do whatever it takes to get to enjoy that. And um, don't succumb to the pressures yep. of the outside world. That would be my advice. Um but I don't know that that answers the question about managing. <laughs> well, um, revelations, revelations count. That, that yeah. works. I, I, yeah, again, but, I think uh, we can identify with that. And again, you're preaching to the choir for me because I struggled with that too. Obviously I didn't, you know, I'm not a country music singer at all, but two months after my son was born, I was like, okay, let's start working on my doctorate. And I looked back at that and I was like, uh, was that, was that the best life decision? I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I'm yeah. glad I, I did it. I got through it. I'm done five years later, praise the Lord. But goodness, I was like, what was that pressure that I was putting on myself of to keep achieving and doing and yeah. all those things? And I think that's just those, you know, again, cheesy. It sounds hindsight's 2020. And it's like, oh, you live and you learn. There's no, con- there's no condemnation. There's no judgment for that. But it's like, you don't know. We've never had a baby before. Like, okay we never had this specific child like mine was my second but I still it's like we've never been stationed here I've never had this educational opportunity in front of me like it's always first time since you're not going to get it perfect but live learn pass that information along and um every person just can kind of adapt to what what they're called to do so I appreciate your authenticity and vulnerability there joe (laughs) thank you (laughs) well i know that so many military spouses also struggle to navigate that balance between motherhood and career we just talked about that but appreciate again you sharing that inspiring experience in life with myself and our listeners so stay with us because after this quick commercial break we're going to hear more about joe smith's newest album her christmas favorites and a few goals for the new year stay tuned we'll be right back Hello there listeners, it's Amy Fisher, your Deputy Director of Empowerment, wanting to tell you happy holidays. 
as you get ready for December, I know that stress levels get high. Things are changing every year as those kids get older. As a mom of teenagers, I just want to encourage you that there is still plenty of fun and magic to be had around this time of year. With our three, we've kept Santa very strong and alive in this house. And as each kid got old enough to know the truth, I realized that I could share with them and enlist them for their help. Now the first one got on board very quickly and so did my son, the second born, took over elf duties the next couple of years, um, having him repel from walls and ceiling fans, you name it, he went on several missions that year and it was a lot of fun. It was also a great lesson for me that even though I was a little sad that we couldn't do all of the fun little magical things I did when they were young, that we could evolve and change and mix it up a little bit more to fit the needs of our family that's now older. One example for as my kids got into the tween and teen stage is we decided to do a last minute target run. They hadn't gotten a shop for each other yet and we really didn't have a lot of time that year because I think we had just moved. But I basically gave each kid $40 and 40 minutes to run through a target together. And it was like a split scavenger hunt. Three kids, three baskets, they were able to run around, grab some stocking stuffers and a gift for each person in the family, and they had a blast. In fact, we haven't done it since and they've been asking to do it again this year, so we just might. But we also have some other things planned this year, like they love donating toys or buying for other families in need. I know my daughter's planning on making cookies as a family this year, and it's fun to let them start jumping in and planning their own things. So those of you that kids are getting a little older, I just wanted to encourage you don't get sad. It's just a different phase of life and there is still so much fun to be had. So make the most of every moment and every phase of life and have a great, peaceful, happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. I'm Annie Pierce, your director of marketing. I understand that the holidays may not be a joyful season for everyone. If you find yourself separated from your service member because of a deployment or TDY or training or whatever the reason, this holiday season can be difficult. And I just want to say that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to need a moment. It's just when that moment's over, don't forget to lean on your support system. Reach out to them especially during this holiday season. That's what they're there for. And if you happen to know someone whose service member is not with them for this holiday season, for whatever reason, reach out to them and see if they need anything or see if you guys can go grab hot chocolate or something. And definitely push back when they say, I'm fine. <laughs> I am hoping that all of your holiday seasons are filled with peace. Welcome back, listeners. We're continuing our interview with Navy reservist and country music sensation, Joe Smith. So, Joe, let's dive back into the conversation. Tell us, I'm so excited about this question. Tell us about your Wyoming album. Yeah, so that album was literally, you know, 15 years in the making. Um, I moved to Nashville in 2004 
I think I wrote the song Wyoming in like 2006 or something. Um, it was like the first really good song that I wrote that I just, you know, it was timeless and it didn't get old and, and other people liked it, you know, in the, in the industry. And um, mm-hmm. that song helped me get two major record deals, but it was always like, not commercial enough for the record Mm. label to want to like really release it and so then you know it was like trying to find the stuff that was um but the long the the short of it is is that even though I had two record deals I never really released a record um which is the the irony of of um of getting a record deal you know Mm -hmm. um so when I lost the second record deal went to Somalia part of that motivation was that I could have a normal job and actually make normal money and maybe save money and and make my own record and then be my own boss and put out the songs I want to put out. And um, so that's what I did. It took forever. It's an expensive endeavor. It's, um, you know, I wanted to do it in a way that the record was like a homogenous sort of work of art instead of just mm-hmm. a compilation of songs. Um so that's what I worked to do and finally got it done. It took forever and a lot of life happened in between, but it's really cool. And it just kind of all came full circle because my husband and I moved to Whitefish, Montana, and I've released the song from there essentially. And I, you know, from the time that I wrote Wyoming, had always dreamed of moving out West. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I fell in love with my husband, I had no idea that it would lead me to fulfill that dream as well. (laughs) Well, congratulations on that. It is a powerful album. So listeners go, we'll talk about this again in a minute, but go add Joe, follow her on Spotify. I've got her playlist. I loved, I loved Wyoming, the song in and of itself, but it also really like makes me all warm and fuzzy because Wyoming is our number one place we want to move when we retire from the military. We love like Montana and Wyoming and South Dakota are all like, we are so there. It's like, don't buy a house yet. It's not time. We still have a few more years. Just stand down. But yeah, it is my heart. Like we vacation in Wyoming. Anyways, it is our favorite place in the world. I was like, she has a song about the state and, you know, like those big blue skies. And um, so it's a great album. I loved the storytelling on several of your songs, Broken Dishes. And uh, I love this ring. Like, that was they were I was like this is like where old country classic country meets now country with a beautiful voice so um I've really enjoyed listening to it and again congratulations on that huge decade and a half achievement we we understand <laughs> sometimes how those things take a little bit of time yeah. um well let's shift gears just a little bit because this is our holiday show talk to us what's your favorite Christmas tradition <laughs> honestly I just love just the way everything shuts down um around Mm. that time that's my favorite thing about it my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving and I love when Thanksgiving comes because you know after 15 16 years in the music business I'm serious it shuts down I mean after Thanksgiving not much happens until after the new year Mm -hmm. you know after just going and going and trying to climb that ladder it's a really really nice break so um that's my favorite thing is it just and I can't wait to get home and um 
live in our little winter wonderland and yes take a break oh oh Montana I want I want to go to there we don't don't have much of a winter wonderland for bliss we have oh a couple couple times a year we get snow for a day but it's definitely not like well fire fireplace and hunker down we're going to be here for a hot minute Um, yep (laughs) yeah I really feel you on kind of the slowing down um, because it, obviously that sort of happens with the military, not across the board because deployments still happen and all that kind of thing, but usually a little bit of holiday block leave or kids get out of school. And, um, so I, I like the slowdown too. And Thanksgiving's, I'm a big fan too. I love cooking all the yeah. things and hosting all the people. Like I'm, I just yeah. adopt people. I'm like, oh, you don't have somewhere to go. Like it's a weird holiday, not long enough to like fly home usually for stuff. Come eat all the food we will never run out. So yeah, appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah. Okay. I want to know, I'm so excited for this one. Who is your favorite country music singer of all time? If you can pick just one. Oh, I know that's the hard part. Um, or like, or like your top six. I don't know. <laughs> How much time do we have? Gosh, that's so tough. <laughs> well, growing up, it was hands down the Judds and Patty. Oh, I loved that. Yes. Um, oh. but, you know, as I got older and kind of matured, I really started loving, um, KT Oslin. Okay. And the way that like, I, I, I loved the Judd's music and one of their like album cuts is a song called old pictures. And I had loved this song for years and also loved KT Oslin. And then I remember one day I was looking at like album liner notes and I discovered that KT had actually written my favorite Judd song. And I was what? like, what? I couldn't believe it. So I don't know, maybe KT Oslin because she was just such an incredible songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's so cool how she was quite a bit older as I'm, you know, pushing 40 mm-hmm. or, you know, she kind of had her first success and she was just super cool. That is really neat and very interesting to discover like, oh, that one song that I really, really, really loved is actually written by someone I didn't necessarily expect. Um, right. Yeah. Right. I grew up, I grew up listening to the Judds and Patty Loveless and Reba um, and Ricky Van Shelton was huge in our house. Yeah. It was my dad's, it was my dad's go-to. So again, I love, I love the a little, I guess it's classic now. It's kind of weird that it, that's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Um same I think we're probably pretty close to the same age so kind of the same country music generation going on there um well looking forward to post-holidays seasons and experiences what goal do you have for the upcoming year for 2023 you know I think (laughs) I think we touched on it earlier I think just slowing down honestly Mm. and just enjoying the second year of of my baby's life um he was kind of neat. He was born December the 29th and we brought him home on New Year's Day. So it'd be easy to sort of compartmentalize each right. year, you know, for him. And um, yeah, I think I'm just going to enjoy him being one year old and try to take as much time to enjoy that as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my biggest goal. That is a very worthwhile goal. I know that this year, so 2022, um, one of my big goals, I call them God-sized dreams, but one of my goals this year was to spend more one-on-one time with my kids, um, yeah. even if it was just like, hey, we're going to sit down and snuggle and watch a show, or we have weekly frozen yogurt dates. Like we started that kind of 
while I was working on my dissertation and during the pandemic, but it is such a cool like pivot point because my kids are obviously older than a year old now, but um, five and nine. And so the fact that once a week, kind of random days, um, we'll just be like, oh, it's Froyo day. And we'll just go get frozen yogurt. Wow. And it is, it is something we all look forward to. And it's a great way to get, for me to get away from the screen and just take a little bit of time to be like, gosh, these kids are growing up and they're really funny and they're really cool. And the, the stuff they come up with, it's, it's really <laughs> neat. So yeah. I want to encourage, I want to encourage you in that too, that, um, you know, as Hazard gets older, it's going to get even more and more fun because they start transitioning, obviously from really needing us a lot to, I think I like hanging out with my kids. Like they're yeah. actually kind of like a little buddy, you know, yeah. still, have to, still have to put them in timeout sometimes and, you know, take their Legos away or ground them from screen time. But other than that, <laughs> um, there's, there's a lot of fun to be had. Yeah. Um, well, Joe, yeah, I'm just, fun. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it will, it will get even more fun and more enjoyable because then you get to adventure and the, especially if you guys are in Montana, man, so much adventuring to be had yes. as he gets older. Always, always. And I have to ask you, what's your dissertation about? The nerd in me just has to. Oh know. yeah. It was about military spouse mental health. So um, yeah, it was a project and I I'm not going to start talking about it because this interview will go so long and my team will be like, you were so close yeah. following your own rules and following your own guidelines of like, Hey, we have left, right time limits. I'll be like, Oh, we have a whole different podcast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I just finished it a little, about a year ago and yeah. I'm so, so thankful it's done yeah. <laughs> and excited to see where it's going to go. Cause it's coming out of embargo. Uh, this month and which means the world gets to see it and I think I think it's going to be pretty cool so um, but th awesome. thank you for asking that that makes yeah. me feel so so seen like um, putting out an that. album that's yeah it. there you go oh yeah I think in I yeah oh brother didn't take me 15 <laughs> years but felt like it during a pandemic I was like I'm never going to get this done oh boy <laughs> um so we're about to wrap up our conversation here, Joe, but I would love it if you could share um, where our listeners to go to find even more empowering information about your album, your journey, your experiences, all your things. Yes. Um, at Joe Smith Music is my social media handle. Um, Hazard, are you going to tell them the rest? Um, <laughs> my website is joesmithmusic.com. Yep. And that's the two places. Those are the hubs. Yeah. And all of your music is well on Spotify, right? And you can get it right. Apple music and all the places and stuff and the things. Yeah. I want to, I would definitely do a plug there because obviously Spotify is a great thing. Apple music's great. Um, but folks like go check out her album. It is, if you like country music at all, and even if you don't, like go listen to it. It's got great <laughs> stories. Her voice is beautiful, tons of work and um, come on, support our fellow yeah. military yeah. service member. So um, go give her a shout out, go give her a follow over on Spotify, on Apple music, all that good stuff. But um, yeah, so Joe, I appreciate you chatting with us and I've just got one more question for you. We ask all of our guests th this because empowerment is one of our biggest things that we do here at Army Wife Network. So how would you complete this sentence? Empowerment is? I would say your why or purpose if mm. we just need one word. I think just knowing why you do things and 
Yeah, for me, it's, you know, my son is a big part of it now and that wasn't the case before. But yeah, that's what I'd say. Empowerment is your why. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful way to wrap up our 17th year of podcasting on the air. Cannot believe it. Uh, We've been podcasting for as long as you were working on your album. So we started in 2005 um, doing podcasts here at Army Wife Talk Radio. And so thank you for reminding us to look to our why, to bring in beautiful music, serving our country um, and serving um, refugees and folks around the world. We just really appreciate that. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you today, Joe. Thank you so much. It has been a lot of fun and I'm leaving you with the sound of the of a jet flying over. <laughs> <laughs> That's so appropriate. I know, right? I life. Half, half the time, half the time we do these interviews, we're like, hang on, you know, we're talking to somebody in Fort Bragg, there's a giant artillery boom or, you yeah. know, Fort Riley. We're like, eh, just keep calm, carry on. We all know what that right. is. Normal sounds. So, um, oh, well, thank you again for joining us. And listeners, if you'd like to learn more about what Joe Smith is up to and listen to her latest songs, visit her website again at joesmithmusic.com or you can connect with her on social media at Joe Smith Music. Look up her latest album, Wyoming, on Spotify or Apple Music. Again, if you miss any of that, no worries. It will all be in the show notes when this podcast goes live. So this part of our special holiday gift is done. So let's listen into our Mill Spouse Elves in the AWN podcast workshop as they unwrap more of our conversation. Oh my goodness. I loved listening to this interview. Caitlin, tell me, what did you think? I think I have been missing a country singer in my life after I went and <laughs> searched some of her songs. Honestly, as soon as I heard her voice, I was like, I just want to be friends with her. <laughs> very much understand that because listening to you is kind of the same way. No way. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. I just I'm gonna love- cry. <laughs> I just loved her story, how she started singing so young and really just never let go of it. And she made Mm -hmm. a career out of that for a really long time and then just decided to shift gears. And that led into her military service. And recently I found a lot of stories of individuals who have not necessarily followed the same path as her, but have found the military way of life later in life as a second career or Mm -hmm. just an option down the road it's always cool to hear how everybody gets into the military like I always feel like there's a story there you know oh absolutely just like when she brought up how she became how she met her husband how you (laughs) met how you met your service member is also one of those there's a story behind that's true there's a story that's true and I love like you said I love that she had this passion for music so early in life and she followed it you know I'm I'm not gonna lie I'm a little bit jealous of that because when I was that little I did not did not have a passion <laughs> like that I went to a private school where they forced us to sing so I ah. to this day still kind of have this vendetta against it that I'm just like mm. I don't think I want to. Yeah. So I think it's really great when you find something, even at that young age, that 
you enjoy doing and your family supports you in it mm-hmm. and puts you in a situation where you can grow doing it versus putting you in a situation exactly. where you're you're kind of forced into it. Yeah. And I love, I love how it just like how she got into Somalia and she wanted to give back, you know, and she loved learning about the culture. And after doing that for just a year, like that's what stemmed her to, to find a way to continue to serve and led to her joining the reserves. Is, is it bad that I chuckled a little bit when she said, um, they wanted to settle down and then she thought of the Navy. <laughs> I think we can all kind of relate to that in one sense or another. <laughs> I love it though. Um, yeah. The Navy is in- a fairly good branch to kind of settle down in though. They don't always PCS on the same schedule as the Army and the Air Force and whatnot. They're I have always heard good things about like the Navy and Navy, I'm going to show my ignorance here, but Navy bases, is that what they're called? Generally, yes. My brother's in the Navy and he's been um, stationed in Norfolk for, he just hit his 10 year mark and that's the only place they've ever been. Nice. Oh, that's cool. I like it. Okay. So it's just the army wife and me chuckling at the... (laughs) settling down I think the Navy is the Navy and the Coast Guard sometimes can be unique in that sense because they do function a little different than some of the other branches sometimes hey you learn something new every day I like it I also absolutely she seems magical in the sense that like she talks about the fact in the beginning she talked about how she was opening a package for her um for her baby and I didn't hear a thing yes <laughs> and then she's like, like oh, oh I'm sorry the baby started crying and I'm like what baby where yes. I, oh I did gosh. not hear the baby she juggles it so well it's just so oh my goodness she's done she, a great job absolutely she is fantastic thank you so much to Joe Smith for sharing her story with us this week Again, if you'd like to connect with Joe, check out her on social media outlets at J.O. Smith Music. You can also find her at joesmithmusic.com. And finally, give yourself a gift that keeps on giving by downloading her music on Apple or Spotify. Don't worry if you missed that. You can find Joe's information and more over in our show notes on armywifenetwork.com. Just head to our homepage, then click on the AWTR tab. It's now time for a little encouragement, a gift we can always use in our stocking and even throughout the year. I can't wait to hear from the ever amazing military veteran and author, Yuanda Bryant, with her encouragement minute. Then to continue those good feelings, we'll hear yet another round from our command team with their holiday wishes. Welcome to 60 Seconds of Serenity with Jawanda Bryant. Your encouragement for today reads, I came, I saw, I conquered, I was here. I heard two musical artists use these quotes and for years I reflect on it towards the end of the year. Here are some questions to ask yourself as we end the year 2022. 
Did I do what was on my vision board? Did I enjoy my year by making memories? Did I have an impact in my family or community? This is a good time to go back to your vision board and see what changes need to be made. Many of us work so hard that we let the days and months go by without living in a moment. Even with everything going on in the world, you too must take time to come see and conquer. Matter of fact, you may realize you have done things that are not on your vision board. You will surprise yourself. Leave an everlasting impact wherever you go so that you can say, I came, I saw, I conquered, I was here. This has been 60 Seconds of Serenity with Jawanda Bryant, military veteran and author of Danny and the Deployer miniseries and journal, The Three Most Important Words to Live By, Be, Know, Do. Hi there, this is Emma Ty with New Six. Um, one of my favorite Christmas traditions is the four weeks leading up to it in the season of Advent. Me and my five kiddos, we write down 25 different Christmas movies and 25 different Christmas activities. And each night we pull one from each pile for each day. So, for example, tomorrow we are watching The Shop Around the Corner and making a gingerbread house. This can be as elaborate as you want, as chill as you want. Um, we have things like decorating cookies, leaving a present for the mailman, and then things like ice skating that take a little bit more effort and time and drives my husband crazy. But it's Christmas to me, and it's something that the kids look forward to every year. Speaking of shop around the corner, I 100% recommend it. Nobody's ever heard of it. But if you liked You've Got Mail with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, you will like Shop Around the Corner because it's what it's based off of. And it has Jimmy Stewart, who is basically the Christmas king. So that's it for me. Merry Christmas from me and the crazy Thai kids and my husband who tolerates all of us. And happy holidays. Hey, and Merry Christmas from your content curator, Lindsay Rauch. This year is the first Christmas season that my husband and I will be home together in our own house. This inspired me to want to make our home feel so festive and Christmassy, and so I wanted to share with you guys two DIY crafts that I did that I was really impressed with and had a lot of fun making. The first one is I bought a ton of oranges and I dehydrated them. And then I took some twine and I made orange garland. I used some to wrap around the tree and that looks beautiful. And then I also hung them on different ledges throughout the house. Not to mention they made our house smell so, so yummy and just really put on that Christmas festive spirit and smell. The second craft is I made uh, DIY snowflakes. And you can use craft paper bags or white paper bags, and you can use any size, or you could even use paper, but I used paper bags. And I glued seven of them together. I cut out triangle shapes on the side. You can Google different like cutouts, the shapes that they will make them look like. And I followed patterns I liked. You fan it out, glue the two ends together, and there you have it. You have beautiful snowflakes. I put them all over our walls. I hung them from archways. 
And then I think on Christmas morning, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make it snow in our house since we live in the desert. I think it will just be a cute little surprise Christmas morning. And so those are the two DIY crafts that I really use to decorate all around the house. And they definitely don't break the bank. I mean, you can't really get any cheaper Christmas decor than that. And it's something I'm proud of. I know that I actually handmade all those crafts around the house and it brings a smile to my face. And I hope it's just something extra you can do in your home that you like as well. No matter what your Christmas season looks like this year, I hope that you feel loved, supported, I hope that you could spend your time with family, friends, and whatever your community may look like. And remember that here at Army Wife Network, we are so thankful you are a part of our family. And we just want to say thank you so much for joining us on our Mill Spouse journey. And we hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This is Abby Barrett, your AWN Deputy Director of Social Media. And I'm just going to speak on some of my traditions for the holidays. So this holiday season has just really been so different from anything I could have ever imagined for my family. We are unable to go home or be with any family this year. So that has just really made us think about how to best spend our holidays. My husband and I don't have any kids yet. So we are especially considering what kinds of traditions we can start this year and continue into parenting wherever we are placed next in his career. And one thing we've decided to make a tradition each year is just getting a pizza for Christmas Eve, constructing a giant pillow fort, making hot chocolate from scratch, and playing all the board games we can. And just instead of being sad that we are quote-unquote alone for Christmas, we decided to just enjoy this holiday season, just the two of us, to the best of our ability because time is fleeting and I'm just so thankful to even have my husband home for the holidays this year. Thanks to our command team for going the extra mile to share their hearts with us, even during this busy holiday season. Their cheer doesn't stop with our podcast. Throughout the month of December, our team is sharing some behind the scenes experiences using the hashtag that's an AWN rap. It's a play on words. Do you get it? Like Christmas rap. <laughs> and also thinking about the end of the year and all new things coming up. Caitlin, what is your take on our behind the scenes hashtag theme this month? I absolutely adore it. It's just the perfect way to tie the pretty little bow on the yes. package that is 2022 and another great season here at Army Wife Network. I think it really just gives us an opportunity to look back on the year, everything we've accomplished and kind of where we want to go for 2023. Yeah, and see see how far we've come in 2022. I like that, the, the looking back and, you know, being grateful for what happened this year and you know what happened in our lives and I always I always love our hashtags I don't think I've ever come up with one but <laughs> I think this one really hits home because of how much our community team has grown this year I agree I haven't even been here a year but we've already brought in a ton of I I totally assumed you had <laughs> Maybe it just, maybe 2022 just feels that long for me. 
with a deployed spouse, it, it can definitely seem to drag out just, just a little bit, but just a little bit. <laughs> All right, listeners, it's time for a quick break here in the Ever Merry Army Wife Network studio. But while we refill our mugs of hot chocolate, here's more from our command team with all things holiday sweetness. Happy holidays, listeners. My name is Jade Fisaro, your director of podcast productions. Every single family or group of friends has a different way to celebrate the holidays. I'm sure if we all sat around a table and we all chatted about what we do and our traditions, they'd all be completely different or maybe even some overlapping. I believe that's what makes it so special, everyone having unique traditions or things they do together yearly for the holiday time. I've held many great memories growing up, celebrating Hanukkah with my cousins, Christmas with my family, and Russian Christmas with my friends. Again, each having unique components and traditions, and a lot of smiles, laughs, and really good food. The beauty of military life is that the military brings people from every part of the globe and all over who share different traditions and celebrate in different ways giving us again awesome opportunities to learn more and to combine our cultures and traditions and celebrations together. My favorite family tradition, getting to the main point, is our Christmas Eve pajamas and our ornament gifts. Each year my mom has pajamas wrapped and an ornament wrapped for my sister and I, um, including my dad and now our husbands. Growing up, I've always waited for the ornament. Every single year we'd go to our Christmas Eve with our family as soon as we get home, I could be super tired. My sister could be like dead asleep. We would immediately bounce up looking for a Christmas Eve gift. My mom picked our ornaments always based on what the year looked like for us and what we were interested in or accomplished in that specific year. An example in 2008, post the song Low by Flo Rider coming out. I was obsessed with the song and I bought these cute fur booties that I would wear around. So for that year, I opened up um, a pair of boots with the fur on them as my Christmas ornament. Next year, I rehabbed my back and was doing yoga about three hours a day. So again, I opened up my ornament and saw it was yoga and I was like, oh, I knew you were going to do this. And it's just every year I look at it, it's so special. One year I was obsessed with pickles. So my mom got me an ornament with a pickle with a Santa hat. But in general, any milestone, graduating, driver's license, engaged, pets, new home, my mom always found the perfect ornament for us. I reflect back, uh, definitely putting the ornaments up on our own tree, which we have a palm tree in Florida, and just seeing all the memories and being able to explain to my now husband exactly those memories and why I have these ornaments. I already know that this year my mom is going to get me a bride or wedding related ornament and I just I can't wait because that was the biggest event of our year and I can't wait to open it and place it on our tree. So I hope you guys all enjoy and embrace your traditions. Each small or big hold a special special place in our hearts just like the ornaments and the Christmas pajamas that my mom gives to us. So I hope you have the most beautiful holiday. Happy happy holidays. Hello everyone, my name is Brittany O'Keefe and I am the audio engineer at Army Wife Talk Radio. And I'm just here to remind you that during this holiday season, some things never change, no matter what. Now we're all military families here and we know it's very common to celebrate holidays when they're not supposed to be celebrated. You might have had your Thanksgiving dinner in the middle of October 
and you might have uh, flown across the country to celebrate Christmas with your family in the first week of December. Last September, my husband ETS'd from the military. He signed his DD-214 and has an honorable discharge. <laughs> yes, you heard that right. Even though he's no longer part of the Army, we are still here at my childhood home celebrating Christmas the first week of December. So once again, I just wanted to remind you all that some things never change. And once you're a mill spouse, you're always a mill spouse. Thank you and have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Bye. What a great way to wrap up a show all about the holiday season. Listeners, we here at Army Wife Network work so hard to bring you quality, applicable content, no matter what the weather or season. As an all-volunteer organization, we always appreciate your support in achieving our mission. If you or someone you know has a product or service to share with our listeners, and would like to join us on our mission to empower military families, we would love to begin a conversation about partnering up, chatting about all things sponsorship. The new year is approaching, and it's a great time to break in some new partnerships, reaching thousands of followers on a weekly basis. Email empower at armywifenetwork.com to get more info in your holiday sponsorship stocking. As lights grow dim and the chaos from wrapping presents settles, we are turning out the lights in the Army Wife Network studio, ready to take some time with loved ones this holiday season. That's right, listeners. Slap a sparkly bow on it as that about wraps it up for this season of Army Wife Talk Radio. Make plans to catch the last Mill Spouse Empowerment Moment of the Year with our director of podcast production, Jade, launching this Thursday. In the spirit of all things holiday, we'll be taking a nice long break, but be sure to join us on January 16th. We've got some absolutely incredible things coming in 2023 for you, and we can't wait to share it with you. Hashtag currently classified, but coming soon. We can't wait to kick off our 18th Yes, we said that, 18th season on air. We're aging like a fine wine over here. Which we've heard Santa prefers with his cookies instead of milk, just in case you were wondering. Oh, wine instead of milk. I am here for it. As we sign off for the final time in this 2022 season, we just want to say thank you. Thank you to our guests. Thank you to our incredible sponsors. And of course, thanks to all of our Army Wife Network listeners and followers. Seriously, we appreciate you all from head to mistletoe. We've all faced some major changes over the past year, and our community has shown that it's so much stronger together. Listeners, we are here to walk through this military life journey with you. No matter what you're facing, be it deployment, PCS, parenting, furthering your education, or anything military life. Always remember, we've got your six. We wish you a warm, joyful, relaxing, and peaceful holiday season. 
engage, educate, encourage. Army Wife Talk Radio is your source for military life empowerment. For the final time this season, this is your AWN command team signing out. Thank you for tuning in to Army Wife Talk Radio. The views and opinions expressed in our show are personal. AWTR is in no way affiliated with the Department of Defense or any other branch of the armed services. Inclusion in our show does not reflect endorsement by the DOD, any local government, or their agencies. Until the next episode, head over to armywifenetwork.com to connect with all of our engaging resources. Engage, educate, encourage. AWN is your source for military life empowerment.